Welcome to another week of the Uproar Podcast, where we believe that the power of God is still moving and changing a generation. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching today. I mean, it's crazy to think that like three years ago, conference was on this stage and now we're, we're at our local arena. It's so exciting to see what God has done. And if you want to partner with us, you can go right to the website, theuproar.org. Or you can go to, uh, you can write in the comment section, you just hashtag donate whatever amount, look, any amount works. We found it costs about $50 per kid to come. And uh, it's been absolutely amazing. And uh, we're just excited about what God's doing. Our goal is to impact the 42 million teenagers, 12 to 19 in, in the U.S. right now. There's 42 million of them. And uh, we're excited to help them find a voice to, to preach salvation, to see freedom in their life and have them bring that same thing back home with them. And today joining me for our podcast, our Facebook Live, is uh, Pastor Rhonda Spencer. Spencer, She actually wrote uh, a book called No More Hurt, which I think is absolutely imperative for every single person's lives. It's not just for women. It's not just for adults. This is for everybody. And if we can understand this as young people, as youth and young adults, you know what's going to be amazing? Wow. You don't have to worry about it when you're older. You don't have to walk around with a fence and, and dying to your own self and to your own attitudes and your emotions. But we can learn to conquer this even right now. So join me real quick and, and welcome Pastor Rhonda. Say hi in the, in the section, in the comment section. Share this with a friend. But I promise you, this will bring life to you and life to the people closest to you if they can hear the message. Amen. I really love that this is for every single one. The young people, if you can grasp no more hurt, a life of no more hurt at your age, wow, how powerful and how awesome. You'll actually walk in the abundant life that John 10, 10 says that Jesus came for us to have. Can you imagine like seriously how many adults would wish they could rewind time and live a life with no more hurt? And you can do that as a young person. You see, the word of God says over and over again that God is no respecter of persons. Isn't that awesome? That puts us all at level playing ground. It doesn't matter if you're young or old or what your age is. God is no respecter of persons. And he came that every single one could have abundant life. And too many times we put our circumstance or our situations or what other people say as our determination (laughs) of who we are and who we can be in life. And that right there is how to live a life full of hurt. And, And Jesus came so that we could have abundant life. And you don't have to live that life of hurt. You can be free of hurt even at your age. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's 100% true. You know, it doesn't matter what hand you've been dealt in life. I love this with kingdom because favor, favor isn't fair and blessing isn't yeah. fair. So you could be dealt the worst hand in life and Jesus will hand you that straight flush right. or that, you know, that winning hand. I just heard a really cool story. Maybe it, maybe you'll see it in version two or edition two of No More Hurt. Talking <laughs> about <laughs> Talking about the life you've been dealt. There's actually a band called the Land Philharmonic. And they're from one of the poorest countries in the entire world. You know what they did? They used to go to the landfill every day because there was a dump. And they found a, a, like a metal casing for a violin. 
and actually strung it up and started to teach themselves how to play violin. And they kept going back every single day. And eventually what they did is they built an entire orchestra about, uh, from what they found in the <laughs> landfill. Now there's a movie made about them. They've won wow. awards. They're rich because they didn't just de- take what was dealt to them, but they took what they had and they made amazing things out of it, which is really cool. Amen. Really Amen. I love that. That is, that's exactly what I want to talk about today because too many times as young people, it's like, well, I'm just this or, or well, yeah. this is where I'm from. And well, you know, listen, I come from absolutely nothing. The wrong side of the tracks. My church family told my husband not to marry me because I would ruin him. Listen, I was overlooked. I was I was abandoned by my father yeah, my at the age. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the age of 16. And his response was, you know, you're going to have to deal with it because this is my new family. You know, I was wow. dealt a crappy hand, just a really bad hand. But I didn't allow it to define me and who I was because the word of God says nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. You can be anything you want to be and you can achieve just like that landfill philharmonic. I mean, just amazing. Nothing can hinder you or hurt you unless you allow it to. And David was one of the examples I wanted to share today. He was the one that was, that's all right. That's awesome. He was the one that was overlooked. He was the youngest. He was out in the field. He wasn't even considered to be anointed as king. He wasn't, they didn't even bring him out to the table. And you know, you might feel like that's where you're at, but you can either stay in that mentality and live a life full of hurt and rejection, or you can choose to say, God is no respecter of persons. Nothing is impossible. I'll take whatever I have in front of me, this case of a violin, and I'll make it into a violin because nothing is impossible for me because I believe. And then you can take like Joseph. Joseph was dealt a pretty bad hand. Right. <laughs> his brothers and his family hated him. They sold him into slavery. They sold him into slavery. I mean, we think that our circumstances are bad and pretty poor, but he knew what God had said, that his family would bow down to him. His father would bow down to him. And he held on to that. He was he lied about. He was falsely accused. He was forgotten in prison. And guess what? Nothing is impossible because that very same forgotten, rejected, lied about, thrown away person, sold person ended up being the head of everything right under the king. The king gave him all liberty. The most unexpected. You know, we, we put other people's expectations as our destiny, as who we are. And we can't do that. Even Jacob and Esau, the birthright was for the oldest one, but yet it was given to the youngest one. Man, don't let your circumstances or your situations determine what you end up being. Don't let it determine your destiny. And when we do that... We can live a life of no, when we don't allow what other people say on us to define us and we let the word of God define us that says God is no respecter. It doesn't matter if you're the youngest, doesn't matter if you're the poorest. One of the, one of the men, um, was hiding in a well. What prophet was hiding in the well? Do you remember that story? There was a prophet. Gideon was hiding in a wine press. Yeah. In, in a wine press. Judges 6. Yeah. 
Exactly. Gideon was hiding. I love that story so much because his mindset was he was afraid and he was a coward and he was from the least family. He wasn't even considered. And God came to send an angel that said, mighty man of God. Listen to me, whatever your situation is, whatever your lineage is, whatever you're in, it does not define you. Hear the word of the Lord coming to you today saying, mighty man of God. God, mighty warrior, (laughs) you might be hiding and he's going to call you out. Mighty warrior. You can go back like three or four weeks in the podcast, or if you're watching live, go to YouTube. That was actually one of the messages from (laughs) conference this year. It's on the podcast. It's on YouTube. So we see a lot of teenagers who are like destroyed, broken emotionally from parents Mm. or friends or high school is a vicious place. Now they even told me that like parents are getting involved in the viciousness of high school. So how do you most overcome that? What do you see it biblically, of course, but practically, how do you, how do you do it? You said you got to be defined by the word. So how do you do that? How do you overcome these things? What are the practical things we can do? Okay. Awesome. And I have a visual and example that we're going to use in just a moment, but I want to read a scripture to you. And, and this is awesome because this helps us understand it's not what happens to us. Yeah. It's what we allow to come up out of us. John 16, Ooh, 33, it says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace. Yes. That's a life of no more hurt right there. That's perfect true. peace, no more hurt and confidence. But in this world, So hear me, young person. In this world, you will have tribulation and trials and distresses and frustrations. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of its power to harm you. I love that scripture so much because that's the reality. You might be in high school. You might be under the attack of the harshness of the reality of life in high school today. Or the harshness of family and abandonment and rejection. You might be. But that's what the word of God is saying right here. You're going to have those things happen. Every single one of us have a story. Everybody has something that's been traumatic, that's been a trial or a tribulation that's happened. But do not be afraid. Here is a very important tip. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Be confident and undaunted because with God, he has overcome the world. He has deprived it of its power to harm you. Now, let me show you this example. This is an example. If I can have Buddy come up here and help me out. This is an example of what to do in those situations. Practical, practical. I love the word of God so much because 1 Corinthians 13 tells us that when we suffer a wrong, that we are to pay it no attention. So when you seriously have something wrong that happens to you, you have two choices of what you can do. Now, the enemy hates you. He is, he will set up and choreograph things to happen, people to be used that will try to hurt you. And if you fall for it, here, let's put this, uh, let's put this coat on you first. If you fall for it, throw that on there. The enemy's thrown this thing on you. That's a heavy coat though. That's a wool coat. And that man, try wearing that in the middle of summer when it's a hundred degrees outside and you're trying to get something accomplished. And then he choreographs all these things. You know, isn't it crazy how when something happens, it seems like other people get pulled in and other situations. I'll put that up on your wrist there. There you you go. You carry all the groceries at once kind of guy. There you go. One trip only. 
Okay. So now, this is Buddy because he's responded to accepting all the, taking that on, taking it on as his identity, taking it on as something that he has to receive because somebody really said that, or somebody really did that, or that really is my life experience, that really is my situation. So here he is because that's really his situation. Well, guess what? He's accepted that. Now let's put this all down. This is, the word of God says, let it go. He says, forgive, acquit, let it go. So quickly, get rid of that stuff now, buddy. Now come up here a little closer. Okay, now... You have, this is your second option. When something comes at you, your circumstances, you start thinking about it in your mind. It starts getting depressing and discouraging. Or somebody starts doing something, speaking against you, rallying people against you. Here we go. Now you have the opportunity to put the... Oh, oh look at Look at his response. He's 1 Corinthians 13, paying it no, no attention. Yeah. He's not even... Here, but I worked really hard at this. Come on! Look, he's free. Walked right out he's, of the picture. He's free of that. Yeah, he walked right out of the picture. Listen, we can pay it no attention at all. And then it's deprived of its power to harm him. But he walked away hands free, not with all that baggage. But too many times we think, oh, this is really my situation. Right. This is really ha-. No, pay it. You know what's really oh fun? is when the devil prepares all that stuff, when the enemy choreographs this great thing to take you out and cause you severe hurt, to just walk right by it. To just, you do not have to pay it any attention. You don't even have to respond. The word of God says, where there's no wood, the fire goes out. So you can just walk right past. Really, I am so serious about this. Even in high school, even with those attacks and those things that happen, you can walk right past it, pay it no attention, not even respond to it, and you get to walk away free. Listen, it's not for them. It's you don't let it's for you so that you do not have to have hurt. And it is so awesome. It First of all, you don't have to carry all that stuff around. But second of all, it is so exciting when the enemy has spent so much energy and time on preparing this thing to take you out and you walk right past it. You don't even fall in the ditch. You don't even fall. You don't even put on that baggage. That is, I love, love, love walking past the enemy's assault on my life. And we're called to run a race. You can't run a race with extra weights. You're going to get tripped up. You're going to fall. You're going to get hurt. Stop. Like, you can't let these things dwell. It might hit, but you can't let it dwell. And that's the big difference. What do you do when you get hit? Do you cry for the next 28 hours and and throw a fit about it? If you do, you're never going to be able to run. Yeah. Like, my football coach, he was funny. He was an older guy, and he played for uh, the Philadelphia Stars and won a championship. He was a lineman. When someone would get hurt in practice, you know what he'd do? He'd be like, I'll go, I'll go get a Tylenol. We can tape it to it. He'd be like, oh, I got some dirt. We can rub it on you. Like, like, grow up. It's okay. Are you hurt or are you injured? Right. And there's a big difference of, of just being hurt and being injured. Yeah. And uh, that's really what we got to make sure. We got a little bit of tough skin. 
And, you know, back to that football analogy, I love that, too, because the enemy plays dirty. In football, oh, yeah. if your team sees somebody else has an injury, hit and it. they're like, what are you going to do? You better hit it. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. You don't want to hurt somebody for real like that. <laughs> no. It's high school. Don't play like that. Don't play like that. But that's how the devil plays. <laughs> he plays dirty like that. Yeah. So, and, and it's wrong, and we wouldn't want to do that, but that's what the enemy does. So if he sees, wow, I've been successful in this area. I've hurt them before. It's taken them out of the game I'm gonna keep hitting that spot over and over and over again and man you're gonna get stuck in that cycle it's gonna go from 28 hours of crying to no and it's not it's not gonna go into 20 years of it stop it on the onset for a lot of people though because they never stop but what I've seen is like where you last quit is where the enemy will start next time absolutely every single time Where you last quit is where he'll start this next time. So we got to make it our mind that I'm never going to quit, that the hurt won't stop me because Mm -hmm. I know what God has for me. And if the devil can hurt me and and stop me in my tracks, then he's going to steal destiny. He's going to steal opportunity. He's going to steal purpose. And ultimately, it's going to cost souls their eternity, which is terrifying. And maybe even yours. We can't afford to walk around with that extra baggage and hurt. That's what will bring us the injury. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and really the choice is in our hands. You have the power that nothing Luke 10, 19 says, behold, I have given you authority. So first of all, you have authority to walk right by it. You You have authority to pay it no attention, but he's given you authority over all the power of the enemy that nothing, not anything shall by any means hurt you. That's your authority that you've been given. It is in your hands. And at this young age, if you can really grasp that nothing, literally not one thing planned against your life has the power to hurt you, how freeing and liberating is that? Yeah. And I think we need to understand too, that like hurt people are going to try to hurt you. So many times we get mad at some, well, they said this and this, and they were gossiping and, and this happened and this happened. Like, yeah, it did. But please realize where it's coming from. Absolutely. It's coming from their pain. Honestly, it would probably break your heart more to realize why they're doing what they're doing. Most people at their core are just trying to get ahead. And some people have only realized it happens by hurting other people so that they can feel like they've prospered and they've excelled. But they really haven't. We, we got to make sure we know where they're, where that's coming from. And most of the time, it's from a place of hurt Absolutely. in their own heart. Actually, almost it's every time in my lifetime what I have seen. And you might not see it on the exterior, so it's hard to understand. Yeah. That person is actually hurting. Happy, healthy people do not go around hurting other people. They don't need it's to. hurting people hurt people. So that helps set you free from taking that on personally. You can just say, man. Man, something really bad must be happening in their life. Something must be going. And I taught my kids this at a young age. They would come home from the bus like in second grade and be like, man, somebody was being a bully on the bus. And I would just respond with something must be. (laughs) No, that was your father. Um, I would respond with, man, there must be something really going on in that kid's life for them to be doing that. Because hurting people hurt people. So set yourself free from taking that hurt on too, because then guess what? You become a part of that cycle. Yeah. You start hurting other people too. So talk about how to let the word identify you, Mm -hmm. how to not let other people identify you. What does that look like practically? What does it look like practically to 
Well, let's just start there. What does that look like practically? So practically, letting the word identify you. First of all, you've got to be in the word. And in Ephesians, it talks about our faith. And you can't have faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Right. Our faith is a shield. Yep. And it says that it will quench every fiery, fiery dart. dart. Yep. And you know what the word quench means? Stop it before it yeah. can get to you. That's so good. the word of God literally works as a shield. You've been given everything that you need for abundant life with no more hurt in this word. Yeah. He has given us everything that we need. So he's given us a shield with the word of God that will quench every, that means everything, everything sent to destroy you sure. will be quenched before it can touch you. I love to say nothing can touch me. Nothing can touch me. Yeah. The joy that I have, I didn't get it from them. I, that person. The world didn't give it yeah. and the world can't um, take it away. My favorite old, old classic it's song old you song. probably never heard in your lifetime. It's one of my my favorite though but the word of god it is a shield it's yes and just because you have a shield does not mean it works if your shield is laying on the counter collecting right. dust is it quenching the fiery dart that's coming at you no no so you've got to know what the open up the bible Please. the word of god there's so many cool translations now i don't read in one translation no, anymore no. i read until something jumps out and then i'll go in every translation and just hear it in a different aspect so that I can really get the meaning of it. Reading the word of God yeah. is exciting. Yeah. And if you don't know how to read your Bible, look, it's, it's easy. It really is. You can, and it, here's real quick help on YouTube. If you Perfect. type in the Bible project, they have three to five minute videos that are animated. And they're actually, they did a very, very good job explaining what's going on. That's, I feel like most people's big things. So I just don't understand what's happening right now when I'm reading. Go watch a, a five-minute animated video that will give you context, and you can actually watch through it. And it, it, it's easy. If you don't know how to do that, look, we'll help you. Inbox us. Let us know. Get a hold of somebody. Maybe, maybe you can't remember what you've been reading. Start doing a soap journal. You don't know what that is? Write out in your journal scripture, your observation, how to apply it to your life in a prayer. I guarantee by taking time to think through that, by praying about that, it'll help stick and you can hold that as your shield the rest of the day. Absolutely. But look, the devil's, I think you guys all need to share this right now, whether you're listening to podcasts, watching live, share this because people need these yes. practical skills to overcome hurt and offense so they don't carry it around the rest of their life. What I thought was really cool too, in the book of Daniel, we find three guys named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You realize that wasn't their original names? Yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was not their God-given name. What their God-given names were, I don't remember off the top of my head, but they were powerful names that, that like, literally, one was, like, the guest of a king. One was, um, it was just powerful names. But what they were changed to was the servant of a king. Ooh, one was a awesome. scribe. Like literally they were changed to, they weren't even bad names. They just weren't what God had identified them as. But the cool part about that is who they were named by. They were named by one of the king's priests. They were named by a worldly priest, someone who didn't serve God. Literally, they were named 
by a witchcraft doctor, by someone who is <laughs> anti-God. And that's yeah. what the world's going to try to do to you. They're going to try to give you a new name opposite of what God has given you. And you need to find that in the Bible. You need to find that in the word. And you need to hold on to what God has said about you. Let's stay on those guys for a minute. I wanted to mention this I gotta look that up. earlier. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know what the other cool part is? A lot of times you might feel like you're the only one serving God in a world that is anti-God. And as young people, you might be surrounded with a family that is anti-God in a school that is anti-God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were three men in a world that did not serve God, yet they stood strong and they made such an impact that the king converted yeah. to their God and said, everyone should it's serve true. their God. Yep. So your circumstance does not define you. Even if everybody around you is a heathen, living a heathen life, that does not it's mean true. you have to be. Yeah. This is Daniel chapter one, verse six. Ready? Their names were Hananiah, which was God has favored. Mishael, which was who is what God is. Ooh, wow. And Azariah uh, or Jehovah, so God has helped. Huh. It was changed to Shadrach, which is a great scribe. He went from God as favor to like you take great notes. <laughs> <laughs> Mishael was who is what God is. He was changed to Meshach, which is the guest of a king. He went from being who God is to the guest of a king. Not even the real king, a king. <laughs> and Azariah, God has helped, was changed to the servant of Nebo. Wow. A great scribe, the guest of a king, and a servant, and they were named by a priest of Satan. Yeah. That's what the world will try to do yes. to you. Remember God has favored you. Remember as a believer in Jesus Christ, as a servant of God, you are what God is. Yes. And remember that Jehovah has helped. You are not what the world has assigned to you. You are what God has said about you. Amen. And the word, we really have to get a grasp of the word and the power of the word. The yeah. word is also a sword. It's a sword. It is alive, active, and powerful. When you yes. speak the word over your situations, over yourself, and there's many times nobody's speaking the word over you. You have to speak the word over yourself. And when you do, I want you to remember that it is alive, active, and powerful. It's surpassing 100%. anything you will ever face. When you apply the word of God, it's like cutting through that thing. It cannot stand. It cannot hold up against you when you use the sword of the word of God. It is that powerful. It's right. not natural. It's supernatural. It, all right, Sid Roth. But real quick, how do you forgive somebody? Let's say you've been stabbed in the back. You've been destroyed. Been Your it. boss is like making it. You have the worst boss in the world. Your teacher hates you. Maybe your parents have set you backwards where you should be. How do you forgive? Even if it's that serious, how do you forgive? Absolutely. Well, first of all, we want to go to the Word of God in Matthew where it tells us that even if you've suffered a real wrong, that yeah. you must forgive or your Father in heaven will not forgive you. Now, that listen, hurts, huh? that's the Word of, that's what He tells us. But you know what? He doesn't say it to hurt us. He doesn't say it to be mean. He doesn't say it to let them off the hook. It's letting you off the hook. It says in His Word to acquit. That means let yes. somebody go. Oh, even if they're guilty and wrong and because it's not for them it is for you so forgiveness can look like sometimes just not saying anything at all if you don't right. have anything good to say don't say anything at shut, all shut your mouth <laughs> exactly shut so it. sometimes forgiveness it just looks like that you don't have to say anything
You might not get the opportunity to say anything to that person, but forgiveness is for you. It's to keep you from hurt because when we hold on to forgiveness, it's like Buddy with all that stuff on us. You can't even function. He can't even eat because he's got that weight in his hands. He's in, he's right. going to get hot and, and just not be able to be successful in life. We have to forgive and forgive quickly. Yes. If you don't forgive quickly, that thing's festering. It's going to become an injury rather than a hurt. Yeah, yeah it's stings when something goes wrong. Give yourself a minute, but then pick yourself back up and declare the word of God over yourself because forgiveness is for you. It sets you. It is so empowering when you let somebody go of a suffered wrong, because first of all, Pastor Cody already talked about it. It's hurting people that hurt people. Yeah. So it helps you to be able to forgive. And not be a hurt person. (laughs) And not be another hurt person. You know, I've had times where I've had close friends really say and do things that were so against me and so hurtful. And I had to choose, am I going to take this all on and allow it to hurt me? Or am I going to understand they must be hurting? They must be going something through something. And that's what I chose to do. And I, and sometimes forgiveness is over and over again in your head because the enemy, like that wounded spot, he's going to come back in and punch that same spot. It's going to come up in your mind again and again. And it's, that's okay. That doesn't mean you haven't forgiven. That just means every time it comes up, you choose to forgive again and stay free of that. Just refuse. You do not have to accept the package just because it's been delivered. I love that. Don't sign for that. Yeah, don't don't accept it because you're going to have to pay for it if you do. You're going to have to pay for it and we don't want to pay for something we don't want. It's true. It's true. So you have to forgive, number one. You have to forgive. For you. For you, what's the next thing you need to do to not live with hurt? No more hurt. What's the next practical step? Renewing your mind. Really, just renewing your mind with the word. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results. So then try to go to the word of God and look up every scripture you can on whatever that scenario is. Do a word study in the Bible and get every scripture behind you and apply the word. The word heals, it restores, it strengthens you, it brings faith, which is a shield. Yeah. And when we apply the word of God, It's like somebody comes against us and they're saying all manner and we want to respond back to them. But we know the word says, bless them that curse us. Right. So now, all right. Be nice to them. It's like throwing hot coals on their head. Absolutely. So now you've forgiven. Now the word of God says, bless them. So now listen, I, I believe even if you're young, you can be as mature as this because the word of God, when you apply it, it will be powerful. And you're, listen to me, you will do things beyond anything you can ask, think, or even imagine. I am today where I am because I've applied the word of God and it is so far beyond anything I ever thought I could imagine or even ask for, but it's because I've chosen to apply the word of God to forgive quickly. I have forgiven some of the most horrific things, but I've done it because I know that I am blessed and favored when I choose to forgive. So the word of God says, now bless those that curse you. Pray for them. So when you can get to the place where that person has done wrong, I've forgiven them. I've blessed them. And now I'm praying for them. And it goes a step further. When you can do good to them, Now he says, do good to them. I have a quick story of forgiveness. I had a a woman who lived next door to her sister-in-law 
And they ended up fighting about something and didn't talk for 10 years. Shoot. 10 years. Don't do that. Don't be that person and let all that hurt build up inside of you. So that's why we're talking to you while you're young today. You don't yeah. have to do that. She sat through a no more hurt class. She heard that we we're supposed to do good to them. Right. So her lawn ended up growing long, her sister-in-law. And she saw that and she's like, wow, something must be going on. They must be out of town or she's sick or whatever. I'm going to go mow her lawn. She went next door and mowed her sister-in-law's lawn. While she was mowing, the sister-in-law came out. for trespassing, didn't she? <laughs> no, the sister-in-law came out. She brought water out to bring her a glass of water. They hugged. They didn't even remember what the fight was right. over. And it was restored right there by doing good. But when you can get to that level, you know you're free of hurt. Yeah. You, you do not have to carry baggage any longer. It's a win for you. Win, young people, win. Forgive, let it go, acquit. Pray for them, do good to them. It sets you free and it keeps you free. And you might have to do that often. Yeah, especially in high school. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh, it, it's, it's high school, but it continues on through life. But you, high school is a good practice ground. Right. I mean, if you can do it through high school. I saw some, Dr. Tim Elmore, he said it like this. He said, in high school, you need about, 75% mental intelligence and 25% emotional intelligence. Absolutely. But when you flip-flop into the real world, it changes. You need 75% emotional intelligence and only 25% mental because it gets only heavier. Absolutely. And those are statistics everywhere about the emotional intelligence. Yep. And that's what we're talking about with this. This is strengthening your emotional muscle. You will be strong in your emotions and nothing will be able to hurt Please you be. when you practice this. And listen, girls, we have hormones that make, don't trust your feelings. Trust what you know to be true. Trust what we've taught you. Psalm 119.11. Psalm 119, 105. Look them up. Read them. So just you can't use any of those excuses. The word of God applies to every single one of us in every situation, in every scenario. Yes. There's nothing too hard. There's nothing exempted. Every device of the enemy has no power to harm you. It's your choice. It's true. It's true. My question for you today is, man, who do you need to forgive? Mm. What hurt are you walking around with yeah. and you need to forgive somebody? And honestly, you can keep living like this, but I guarantee you it won't get better. I've heard someone say it like this. Offense, anger, hurt is like drinking a poison and expecting it to hurt somebody else. It will only kill you from the inside out. Who is it that you need to forgive? What is it that you need to move on Pastor from? Cody, I like to say I cannot afford to be offended. It's true. You can't, your life cannot afford it. You have destiny, a future, and a hope. You cannot afford to remain in that place of hurt. It's true. So who is it? You need to forgive them, renew your mind. You need to, what's the next thing you need the to do? The word of God. Apply the word Apply of God. Hold word. up your shield. You need to do nice things to them. <laughs> Go out of your way. And I bet, I guarantee it will be completely different. You'll be set free from it. You'll be able to walk so with nice. joy and walk with peace. And that's what we want in your life. Look, you can get this book, No More Hurt, right on Amazon. You just go to Amazon, type in No More Hurt. I think it's what, like 15, 20 bucks? 15, it's worth 
It's $19.99. It's worth every single penny. It will get to your house in two days, or you can get the uh, the readable version, and it, it's worth it on Kindle. You can get them, and I guarantee it will change your life. Look, I want to encourage you. Share this video. Let other people know. Uproar Conference is coming, but before conference this year, we are going from one event to five events. In January, on the 25th and 26th, we'll be in Rochester for free, a one-night event at Faith Temple. At the ne- at February 8th and 9th, we'll be in Scranton, Pennsylvania. February 15th and 16th, we'll be in Cannonsburg, right outside of Pittsburgh. We're coming. No one is safe. You can go to the <laughs> uproar.org and click on Attend one night and register for one of those. If you know someone near them, invite them. We Pastor believe. Cody, are they free? You said register. They're free, but okay. we want to know that you're coming. Yes. If you're a leader, it's only $10 the next day. That's going to pay for your lunch because we want to feed you. I believe that eating is an important thing in the kingdom. <laughs> Jesus did it with a together. lot of people. <laughs> Jesus ate with a lot of people. Uh, but we want to see you there. And then uh, March 18th and 19th and 20th, we have Pastor Chris Estrada coming here for, free, for leadership training. We're we're opening it up for 40 people and it's already 25% full and my team isn't even allowed to register yet so you better hurry up it's $40 for four sessions with Pastor Chris Estrada to empower you to lead this generation youth, young adults, whatever it is and we're partnering with Empowering Pastors Conference Bishop Rick Thomas and Pastor Jim Raley are coming this year you have access to the whole event right on the uppera.org and then July 25th, 26th and 27th the Upper Conference is coming back. I guarantee this year is going to be the most powerful year that has ever happened. It's free, 100% free, and we're announcing all of our artists, all of our speakers by the end of the year. Make sure you pay attention to social media, subscribe, follow us, whatever you got to do to get the information. Thank you for listening. You can partner with us on this too. Uh, type hashtag donate or just go to the upper.org, click partner and hit donate button. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. And uh, thank you for sharing this message of no more hurt being free from offense, pain and hurt. Amen. And that concludes another week of the Uproar Podcast. We want to invite you to share this podcast on all social media platforms and help us spread the good news of the gospel. Also, you can subscribe to this podcast for updates on all of our latest content.